the Saturday session cricket update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Welcome into another edition of our little cricketing segments with our dear friends at Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Seek out Razine. Um, you can comment on double eight double three. We are going to comment on the Cricket World Cup. This segment lovingly, affectionately known as Swinging Both Ways with former Black Cap, Mr Grant Elliott, and myself, Daniel McCarty. It has been a couple of weeks due to our hiatus due, due to the Rugby World Cup, Grant, so we've got a lot to get through. I think at the top, let's just remind people where we are at. We're about three quarters of the way Good idea. Seven wins from seven for India. South Africa, six from seven. Australia in third position, four points behind the Proteas. New Zealand currently holding on to the fourth and final semi-final position, but only on net run rate as it stands, because last night, overnight, Afghanistan beat the Netherlands to join them on eight competition points. Pakistan still in the mix. Pakistan take on New Zealand next. Pakistan have won three of seven games, while Sri Lanka on four, the Netherlands on four, Bangladesh on two, and England on two, likely out of the mix. All right, headline. What would be the major theme of this World Cup in broad brush strokes over, over the course of the last few weeks, Grant? What has stood out to you? I think like the main thing that stood up to me is, you know, England. You know, they I had them in the top four. Uh, I had them as a team that I thought, you know, they're going to play an aggressive brand. They've got a lot of experience in England. They've come off the back of their test matches. They're running high. Uh, they, they play with a lot apparently. of confidence. And also, you know, flat tracks. I thought, wow, these guys are going to be dangerous. They've been awful. So that's created this backlog of sort of positions three through to five where now we're, we're struggling or three to six even sorry because Pakistan is still in with a chance you've got to say that Afghanistan do have a chance so you know they said at the start of the competition six wins gets you through that would mean that we'd have to win our last two but I think five wins might just be enough so that means we have to win one of Pakistan or Sri Lanka Sri Lanka have been poor um, I think that that's another thing around this World Cup is how, you know, the, the gulf between victories. It's been large it's victories. alarming, Grant. The last tight game was last Saturday, New Zealand and Australia. Uh, five runs in that game. Since that, Netherlands win by 87 runs over Bangladesh. India win by 100 runs over England. Afghanistan win by seven wickets. Pakistan by seven wickets. South Africa by 190 runs. India by 302 runs. And Afghanistan win comfortably last night. Why? Why? I, I think Can it's, you explain it? I think it's big scores. It's the same with T20 cricket. When you're looking at a total of 200, let's say, in a T20 game, you know that you're going to have to go. You really have to be aggressive. And if you start losing wickets, you start losing your way. I think Sri Lanka, correct me if I'm wrong, and listeners, I know you will, but I think that they were 28 for, 26 for 8 or something. And I'll look at I'll look 29 for 8. 29 for 8. Jason, 300 plus. <laughs> so, uh, like, I mean, seriously, you just walk off. It you? doesn't like, happen like that. Know. One of my WhatsApp groups does have a Sri Lankan supporter, and all he did was post their local beer. I think he was saying that, like, we're going to have to drink ourselves out of this. And don't drink responsibly, obviously. Um, but, you know, like, besides that, you, you, you suddenly lose three wickets and you're chasing over 350, 
you've got no choice but to still be aggressive while you're rebuilding and it's such a difficult stage to be in and the wickets can change a little bit in India I think that against South Africa I think it was a poor decision for us to um, to bowl first I think we should have batted first South Africa tend to bat first get big uh, um, totals and then they knock you over with their bowling and it's disciplined but South Africa have probably emerged as someone who and I said at the start of the tournament, it's probably to their benefit that they're going under the radar. And they're not under the radar now. They're sitting second on the table, playing India next. So they could actually go top of the table. Do we want that? Do we want to play, if we end up fourth, do we want to play India in the semis or do we want to play South Africa? I think it doesn't really matter. Um, it does. You want to play South Africa. Well, yeah, you don't want to play... I, I, I don't gonna... know if you've heard. They, they have a bit of a check at history, Grant. I don't know if you've ever experienced playing South Africa in a knockout game. But they get a little bit tense. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. A lot of people uh, during the Rugby World Cup said this is a New Island side. Mm. Um, but they couldn't escape their quarterfinal history. Yeah. South Africa have a history. You want to play them in a semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. And I think, you know, when you look at these teams, and we felt it in 2015 is it just means so much. It's like, you know, the Irish uh, rugby team. I think we, mm. we spoke about that just prior. We said, you know, it's the ghosts. You actually summoned the ghosts of the quarterfinals. You're welcome. And the listeners haven't thanked you yet, which I've been surprised and shocked at during this morning. I thought that at least someone would have said, hey. That was the last time we were on you. air, you're right. Thank you, Daniel, for summoning the ghosts because there wasn't a lot oh, don't of... Don't worry, I've got it prepared for South Africa too. <laughs> I've got them prepared for South Africa at this tournament too. Good, because yeah. I think we need to. But um, we're, I feel confident. I feel confident because I'm hoping that Pakistan is not going to turn up. It's, we're going to find the other Pakistan. The only thing that doesn't make me confident is we took Kane Williamson to the World Cup with a ACL and he wasn't like quite ready. He played his first sort of warm up game and he scored runs. He did well, but he was ginger, didn't play a couple of games. We took Tim Southey out of broken played. Pump. Then he played in a massive slice of bad luck. Yeah, that was really bad luck. And I was told he was going to be ready for the South African game, thumb wise. So let's see what happens. But But they also took Tim Southey. Yeah, they did. So Adam Milne's sitting at home. Now we've got Jimmy Neesham who's he's, nursing a he's bruise. Still sitting at home, Adam Milne. Still. He's not over there. He's in, he's in Wellington. So Jimmy Neesham's nursing a bruised right wrist. Lockie Ferguson had a scan on his right Achilles, which revealed no significant damage. And um, that was before the Pakistan game. But then Mark Chapman, his calf, Kane Williamson, thumb were not considered um, for the game against South Africa. And then Matt Henry's going home and Kyle Jamison comes in for Matt Henry. Big loss, Matt Henry. So, like, for me, I'm not too worried about a batting. I'm worried about a bowling. I'm worried about having 10 players. Yeah, well, and Danny Morrison is sure, over there. I'm not sure if people listening um, understand that. You need 11. You need 11. Um, before you go, you carry on with your thought, why did they go Jamison? He was what? over there. He was already, it was decided that Carl Jamison was traveling with the squad and traveling around. You're not allowed to be at the same hotel, but they kind of just. He put was them, already over there. Yeah, he was already over there. I thought he was coming from Christchurch. What yeah. Do I know. What do I no. know? Because you've already got a new ball bowler in Tim Southey there to bowl with the new ball with Trent Bolt. You don't have a replacement for Lockie, Ferguson. Which is Milne pace. Is, and Milne is that. Yeah. Well, I, I always thought that Milne was going to be the one that, you know. I would love to see in the squad because then I was waiting for the day where we played Milne and Ferguson. 
And we just went with pace. You're like, yes. Oh, yeah, we'll bring a gas. No one wants to face that. But then Ferguson was out of touch um, or form before the tournament and got form and then got injured again with his calf. So I think injuries have really stunted our consistency. And I've always said it to you, Daniel, and I've said it to the listeners as well. I've said, if you want to be consistent, you have to pick a consistent team. And there's only like one position that, you rotate out. It's like, do we play the extra spinner or do we play the, you know, batting all, all rounder? That's all seam. Um, and it's always that position, you know, at seven or eight. And Which is uh, kind of what they've been doing. Yeah. With, been, with everyone fit. Yeah. I think it's just been our bowling combinations. They've changed the whole tournament because of injuries. But they seem set in their ways as to they want to chase. Mm. You think that result against South Africa, they need to change their thinking on that? I think it's the surface, it's the, you know, just the conditions on the day. Good team should be much. able to do both. But, you know, trying to chase down 388, that surprised me. Like, I was really proud of the team for doing that because I always thought that we're a team of test batters more so than, you know, really aggressive players. So to play da- uh, Australia and Dharmashala and them to score 388, I thought, well, anything over 300 we struggle with a bit. We're more of a 270, 280 team. To get within five runs of that, incredible. And Rachan Ravindra will be kicking himself because he'll think, oh, I should have got 140. Daryl Mitchell will be kicking himself. He got out for 50. He would be thinking, I should have got 80. And they would have got over the line quite easily. So, you know, we've played really good cricket in this World Cup, but I don't want it to be like the nearly runs, you know. And this is a big game. This is a really big game. Fascinating to see if Kane Williamson actually comes into the fold. Fascinating to see what our bowling stocks look like. Um, because, yeah, I mean, you know, at the start of this tournament, I was like, top four, top four. All right. Uh, anything else you want to touch on about New Zealand? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, little bit, a little bit nervous about tonight. Just because... A little bit nervous. Just because Pakistan. Not like me, the emotional runaway train who thought we were the greatest cricketing team of all time after four games, after a soft draw. No. And a hiding of the former world champs, including in that. And then all doom and gloom. No, 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 no. You're telling us all, be somewhere in the middle. It'll be a great game to watch. Put it that way. It'll be a great game to watch. And even if we don't fall on the right side of the result here, it still gives us a a little chance, I reckon. So not all is, is lost. Uh, but, you know, I think that this takes momentum through to the semis, to be honest. I think that this is a confidence booster. We played our last game against South Africa, which is our worst game of the tournament, and we need to dust ourselves off, and we need to move on now and find form going uh, form and confidence right. going into the semis. Okay, this is Swinging Both Ways, our look at the realm of cricket with that Razine. Uh, time to paint, get a quality finish with Razine Paints, decorating Kiwi's home since 1946. All right, let's get off New Zealand. Is everyone playing for second? Oh, uh, yeah. India, just. We've uh, se- we said that from the start. Amazing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they've got the fans, they've got the conditions, they've got a well-balanced team, they've got Jasper Boomer back. They've got Shubman Gill, who no one talks about. And they've got... Well, you know, that's probably a little bit inflated. But, you know, Sharma and Coley get most of the love in camera time. They do. But, but, they, but you, you, you've got a bit of a hot take about Shubman Gill. Well, I'd say he's the best player in the world at the moment. Would you repeat what I've that? Seen. He's the best player in the world. Best batter in the world. And we're going to see this guy, as long as he plays for the next decade, we are going to see him scoring some serious runs. I met Shubman Gill for the first time when he was going to make his test debut in 2009. 
in Hamilton. And I thought, oh, let me go and have a chat with him and see how he's going. And I sat down and I was like, nice to meet you, had a little chat. And I felt like I was speaking to someone in his mid-30s, almost 40s, just like calm, clear. Um, he, he didn't have any, you know, he had confidence. Just he had that aura of just I'm going to go out there and make it happen. And, you know, Rachin Ravindra has that same kind of aura when you speak to him. I know that you've interviewed him a few times, speaks well, but he's got that confidence. And you can see it in their eyes. There's something that you can see in an athlete's eyes where you go, there's something about this player. And then I witnessed his double hundred um, in, in India. I think it was in Hyderabad. One day game. We, a one day game. And it was like he was on a different universe compared to everyone else out there. Yeah, he's two, number two in the world on the yeah. world rankings right now and uh, sort of flies under the radar, especially, say, here in New Zealand. We, we tend to you know, give a lot of love to, to Sharma and Kohli, who are amazing players in their own right. Hey, um, on, on the Indian team as well, just before you carry on. Bowling um, so Sorry, is, is, I, I just want to say your senior players lead the team in these, these world tournaments. Nothing's different from the Rugby World, world Cup as well. And you look at the senior players and you look at Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma, they're in the top five run scorers, all both over four, 400 runs. So that's a positive sign when you what look at that. What about Boomer's record at this tournament? 15 wickets in seven games. But how is the economy rate? It's like it's out of the 1974 World Cup. Gavin Larson He's giving, giving away 3.72 runs and over. Yeah, no, it's it. <laughs> Averaging 14 with the ball. Incredible stuff. Um, other bowlers have, have done a great job. Uh, Janssen, the, the giant, left arm quick from South Africa. Janssen? Uh, Shaheen Shahid Afridi, another giant left arm quick, swinging the ball. Adam Zampa's had a great tournament for Australia. Um, he's on 16 wickets, I think, just behind, uh, second on that list. But Quinton de Kock, wow, 400s at a tournament. I don't know if that's a record. Uh, I know Sharma has the record overall with seven total World Cup hundreds, but four in a tournament. My understanding with uh, Quinton de Kock is he's retiring after this tournament. So, and I'll, I'll check that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's retiring. Only 30? Yeah. Well, he's had enough. <laughs> he's well, he's been to a few IPLs. Bowlers have had enough of him. Yeah, well, I think it's he's retiring probably from international cricket. I know that it's well documented from yep. him that he hates training. He hates training for cricket. He just likes to go out there and play matches. Yep. But sometimes when you're retiring, you go, oh, well, this is my last dance. You know, I've got 10 games to make it happen, to win a last World Cup. And I think that's why Tim Southey and Kane Williamson are on this World Cup, they're in this World Cup squad, is because they probably know it's their last World Cup. It's their last chance at winning a final, potentially. Because Kane's 32, Tim's probably the same. Might fit one more in, maybe but this could potentially be their last World Cup, their last shot at it. Interesting thoughts. All right, Grant, let's play the crystal ball game. Yeah. Who makes the final four? Australia, South Africa, India are in. More likelihood. Yeah. I, I know there is a part. I'm going to say, I'm going to say New Zealand. Yep. Yeah. And um, they might not be Pakistan, but if they don't beat Sri Lanka, they don't deserve to be in a World Cup. No, no, we don't. Sri Lanka look poor. No. I mean... I think the ICC would love Pakistan to be in that semi-final and have an India-Pakistan semi-final or final. There's a part of me would love to see Yeah, no, I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing Yeah, that. Yeah, and hopefully there's a little bit more of a contest than we saw in the group stage game. Yeah. yeah. 
But I think I think it will be New Zealand. I'm confident with New Zealand. I just think that we've got a lot of players that are in form. I'm worried about our bowling combinations. But outside of that, I think yep. that this might just be one pressure game too many for Pakistan that they just can't get over. They're going to need an exceptional uh, performance from one of their senior players, Pakistan. That is a Babarazm. That's a, um, a Ralph, Harris Ralph or Shane Shah Afridi. I would stay up for this game, and I am going to stay up for this yes. game uh, to watch the first 10 overs, and then I'll see how tired I am because I hate waking up and looking at that result and going, oh, I wonder what happened. Yeah, and, and I'll spend the, my night being the emotional sports fan that I am thinking about times Pakistan have snuck in the back door to make a semi-final at a cricket world. Cup. Oh, no. New Zealand and start scrapping Zimam at the top of my lungs. Yeah, Pakistan, interesting side. They won their opening two games, then lost four in a row before bouncing back with a really impressive display against Bangladesh. Uh, New Zealand, similar. Uh, four wins, then three straight losses. Uh, so um, can they break the streak? That game later today, 6 o'clock. We'll talk more about that game. New Zealand and Pakistan have a good long look at Pakistan uh, with leading Pakistani cricket commentator and former international. Uh, can't wait to catch up with uh, Ruj Mumtaz after 12 o'clock. But that wraps up uh, this edition of Swinging Both Ways with Razine. Uh, time to paint. Get a quality finish with Razine Paints, decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. We'll take a short break. Um, and also joining us later this hour, uh, Graham Lowe. So stay with us. Back with more shortly.